You're giving Isabella far too much credit. Welcome back to the Thai Five Podcast. Welcome back. Um, we promised you that there were more parts of thinking about the way we think of things. Yeah, our three-part series. It's fine. Um, so I guess uh, I had this weird experiment that I was thinking about. Mm, yeah. Which this is a question, another question that I've thought of before. Like, how do people think if they weren't, if they don't have a language? This would be a terrible experiment. But, like, what if you put a baby in, like, you know, just, like, didn't have a language they, <laughs> I guess, raised themselves. I don't even know if that's possible. But, like, you know, when we think, we think of in our language, right? Yeah. And that's how we use, like, to express how we feel. Like, can you imagine, like, not knowing any words? Like, how do I just, how do I even know that what I'm feeling is happy or how what I'm feeling is sad? Like, how would that work? No, yeah, so you have a bunch of. I think that's interesting. Maybe then you would, in my kind of like way of thinking of things, you would just always be stuck with obstacles, not obstacles, objects in the river and you can never take them out into the boat because you can never verbalize them. Yeah. So like you always have like the concept but, and understanding. But like my question is like, do we have the capacity to make our own language? Like would I oh. in my brain like be like this feeling? I don't know what the feeling like how to say it like i wouldn't know how to communicate it to somebody else like i'm feeling happy i'm feeling sad like but would i have come up with something in my own brain to label or give a symbol to that feeling that i know also wait another question is smiling like a biological kind of like reaction oh, they, to being they release happy? hormones that like so okay so yeah that's happy. my question so if like we weren't we were away from society and have a language would like me being happy would i automatically smile would i frown like those are things that we kind of learn as kids from you know people around us like oh you know like i work with preschoolers right and sometimes when we have like characters who are angry like be like how do you think he feels how do you know are you looking at his face um can you can you make a face like him like oh i'm, I'm really angry i'm frustrated you know like that's kind of the things that you teach in like story preschool storybooks right but without that would our reactions be the same would we even have reactions i mean what would that be like okay i think for both of them i think there's conditions right okay first smiling and frowning is like a chemical response i i'm pretty sure is it I, that, because, that's what i'm asking i don't there, know it's like the same thing when you like look at like a dog making a specific like gesture because like they release like certain hormones that like are like oh make us like think it's cute right like i think that's the same thing with smiling and frowning unless i'm totally wrong um We'll have to, yeah. We'll have to do know, further we'll to research. Check, yeah. Um, but also with sound and okay, like it depends on like the environment that you have the child in, right? Because like if they are in a soundproof environment, like a soundproof box, like and they've never heard sound, then how would they be able to like relate any type of sound to a like a concept if they've never heard sound before, right? And in this baby space, like I guess maybe they're just getting slid food from like a I don't know place to like yeah go into the box, right? So if they ne never see a smile 
that can like set off that chemical yeah, that's response. That's what I'm saying. Would I they guess. know? Yeah. Would yeah. That's that's my question. Like, if they were completely isolated and they didn't have all of these things that we have from like you know just the little things that we we see our parents do or whatever whoever raises us, how would that work out? That's a very like unethical scientific. Yeah, that's why I said it would be the worst maybe, experiment like, ever. Somewhere in North Korea. But that's so interesting. Right now. I don't know, but yeah, okay. Wait, that's another thing yeah. cultures too because within cultures like i mean between cultures there's so many different like you know mannerisms and such so like they're kind of wow interesting. each person is just really like the most complex like quadratic equation ever just a bunch yeah. of different no things. so like so complex okay, quadratic is the highest like <laughs> that's like the that only thing matthew knows try we you know that's less than that hex okay anyway no but okay talking about like sound and listening actually what Okay, like, do you think that you're a good listener? It depends on what, like, literal or... Like, as in, like, are you good at, like, getting information through, like, auditory ways and, like, having it get into your mind and, like, actually be there? That's actually a good question. And I was just thinking about this because I just started school this week, right? And that means you have to get a lot of textbooks. And now, because of COVID and everything... Like, e-textbooks are way more popular, and now, like, I, all my textbooks this semester are online. But I I don't like staring at the screen, and, like, I get cross-eyed, and it really hurts. So some books have the read-aloud feature that you just press play, and they start reading the whole page. And I was trying to do that with some of my notes, but it was just harder. When I, Okay, I could play it and look at it at the same time, and that was, you know, kind of good. But then when I tried to, like, look somewhere else to not look at the screen or stuff, it was a little bit harder to do. So I think I think I'm more visual. But there are some things that, like, I remember by people saying. But I think, yeah, I'm definitely more visual, not the best listener. Interesting. Because I think that re- relates to, like, learning styles, like, visual, auditory, and kinesthetic, which mm-hmm. is, like, yeah. physical. Which side note has not been proven to be make learning any more effective learning styles are actually a myth which if you want to learn more about that go read tiger newspapers february center spread when it comes out okay stop plugging later on we're doing something on that um learning styles not real um well they are real like they are preferences but they don't help you learn it better anyway really Hmm. yeah there's no evidence for that and it's also more detrimental than helpful but again if you want to wait a little bit we'll have the thing out for you next next monday so anyway but i was thinking like auditorial is like i think auditory auditory i i i'm doing a spread on this and i don't even know how to say it okay but like i think that's something like i'm good at if like i choose to be good at it that makes sense Mm -hmm. like okay i think um i like listening to things at like the highest speed possible because I think in a way, like, I'm, like, impatient. I don't know. But, like, so, like, when I listen to podcasts and, like, teacher lectures, I always turn them up to, like, two times speed or, like, whatever the highest thing is, right? Yeah. Because I think that's, like, it's time efficient, but also, like, that's the way, like, it's just easiest for me because I think it's too slow any other way, like, else. And I think something that I really hate about, like, when I speak is I think I can never speak as fast as that two times speed, right? Mm -hmm. And I think most people, well, like, mom says that, like, I speak pretty fast anyway. But I'm always, like, annoyed by the speed that I can speak at because, like, I feel like it's too slow. And, like, sometimes when I'm trying to, like, talk 
like out notes that I have. Like I'm trying to read an article and like speak it out because I think auditory is like the way I prefer to like learn things. I just like can't do it because the way I read is just far too slow for like what I prefer, if that makes sense. Hmm. Like, yeah, then we're opposites in that, I guess. Yeah. I can read pretty fast, like looking at something. So like my reading is okay. If I go fast, I skip about every third line. But if I go slow, then I get like bored. So like reading, I don't know. I just like don't like reading maybe. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. Do you listen to things on faster speeds? Um, yeah. Usually like lectures I do because when it's like teacher lectures, they tend to talk slower. But yeah, not all the way up. Probably like 0.5. There was one professor I had who I did like 0.75 because she talked kind of slow. 0.75? Wait. Oh, sorry, sorry. One point. <laughs> sorry, sorry. 1.5 and 1.75. Mm. So, yeah, uh, faster, not slower. Yeah, so when I listen to podcasts, like, okay, when I edit the podcasts, I, like, literally listen to it. Like, after, like, I, you know, do all, like, the editing kinks and, like, get at, work out the bugs, like, I listen to it, like, on, like, 1.75 speed because first it makes our, like, voices higher, which is, like, we're on helium or something. That's kind of funny. But also I just, like, think that's easier to listen to on a different speed. Which yeah, but you know what? You shouldn't do that for editing, and I don't do it when I edit. No, because... I said after I work out all the kinks and bugs. But then you, that like means the you have to listen to the entire thing to work out the kinks and bugs because, okay, on two times speed, you there might be, like, a, you know, pause or, like, a little noise that you didn't notice because it's going so fast okay Whatever. yeah matthew come on i'm the better editor um all of the ones that sound bad are edited advisable that's okay. definitely not true but i'm just gonna let you have it because i don't want to i don't want to edit any yeah. so okay <laughs> you can just keep doing another it. thing maybe when you talk to someone like i guess when you're talking right now mm-hmm. what do you think when you're talking to another person because i don't think you're obviously listening to me 100 percent with like all your focus obviously i'm trying to think like what yeah like in this conversation that we're having right now i'm doing a little bit of multitasking like trying to think what's the next thing i'm going to say while also listening to you but i don't see that's this is why i think we differ you're so much more actively aware of your thinking like you're like i you can kind of pinpoint what you're thinking i don't know like my i just i could not tell you what is happening up in my noggin most of the time but i just know something happens Oh, okay. Well, I think I was thinking more like generally, but like when I talk to people, I think I'm like thinking about it as if I was watching it in like a third person, like watching the conversation, right? Like I'm like, oh, wow, that person just said something extremely stupid. Oh, wow. I just said something extremely stupid. Hope he didn't notice that, like that kind of thing. So I'm always like constantly like making, it's like a live stream on anything. Like like commentary on like not commentary but like in the comment section like i'm constantly being like oh wow dumb (laughs) like oh whoa that was something really deep like and i don't know i think that's something that happens but also i think that when you know like how i have to get the object onto my boat to verbalize it yeah i think that's why i have a lot of pauses before i speak you know yeah i wish i really do wish i could think faster because I don't know. I just think if I could think faster, I would, I could say things better, but I can't. 
Yeah, because I, I think it's really frustrating because, like, I know, like, inside, like, what I want to convey. Like, I know, like, the concept and the vibe and, like, what I'm trying, like, the tone of what I'm trying to say. But, like, forming it into, like, words that, like, make sense, you know, like. Isn't that the challenge for everyone, you know, most everyone? Like, okay, Everybody thinks thing. that they can think faster. Everybody thinks, like, oh, like. But, like, that's the thing. Like, ha- all the other people with the inner dialogue, you don't know. They, they already have, like, that in their head, you know, so. Yeah, and I think that's sucks a lot, you know. Yeah, <laughs> just... the you know the, our neurons are not firing fast, enough, or mine aren't anyway. Yeah, so like the friend I was talking to, she was like, "When I'm writing things, it's annoying because my brain goes too fast for me to write." And I was like, "What? That is crazy." So like, when she's speaking or writing, like she's like tr- like trying to get it out too fast. Like her words are behind her mind. Wow, is, to have that problem. I'm like, whoa, that's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Okay, but now, not about, like, conscious, subconscious thinking, but, like, more conscious thinking, like, convincing yourself to do things. Like, how does that work for you? Like, for me, okay, an example was, like, I remember, like, last Saturday or whatever, like, it's 11 p.m. and we just recorded the pod, and I'm like, should I edit it now or should I just, like, have a snack and go to sleep? And then, like, I would, like, literally, like, debate the pros and cons and like think of like alternate timelines where i do this or do that like and like the ramifications and then i'll be like well nah i'm just gonna eat a snack and you know go to bed or like oh maybe i can wait i can do them both i can eat and then i can like edit like whoa and so like i don't know i think a lot of time i just spend talking to myself like thinking of like some stupid decision that won't have much you know impact on anything um when it comes to things i i should do i need to do i'm pretty so like me i'll decide what to do is the the most productive i'll like be like this is what you're gonna do and then i'll be so like that's what i'm saying to myself like you need to do this you need to do this and then at the end it'll be like nope (laughs) (laughs) so it's not like pros or cons like i know what the pro should be but no the con looking good like i i know what the decision should be and i like tell myself but then it just like never (laughs) not never but sometimes it like i'm just like well nope and then I'll, and then, and then I just immediately make it about the next thing. So like, instead of being like, I need to do it today. I need to do it today. I need to do it today. And then it'll be like, no, okay. I need to do it tomorrow. I need to do it tomorrow. And then as soon as I change that goal, like that's my decision. And then it'll be, you know, that tomorrow thing. I'll be like, I need to do it tomorrow. Like, that's what I'm going to do. And usually I do it. Oh, so you won't like spiral down and like, or like snowball. I don't it. think I, I, yeah, I don't do the like waffling thing. Hmm. that's kind of sounds negative but like it's totally fine to like i think waffling is great yeah but like i don't really i don't think for day-to-day like things you know i'm not like i'm not like should i do that like i typically know what i should do i then it's just a matter of like actually doing Uh, it okay wait big decisions i don't know if you've had any big decisions maybe like choosing to go to college like which college or anything like how does that work yeah well i had i just had like a kind of big decision that i had to make um so i again i started school this past week and i enrolled in a class an accounting class that unbeknownst to me is like for seniors right and i'm a sophomore also not even declared as an accounting major and this is an accounting class right for seniors so i mean i showed up and i realized oh snap like i don't know if I can, you know, like, because the professor was like, I know you're all seniors and so blah, blah, blah. And then she's like, starts talking about like experience and I'm like, uh, no. So then 
afterwards I talked to her and she was like, yeah, this is going to be hard for you. Like I'm just, and then she gives me a list of reasons why it's hard. Um, and so I was like, okay, I have to make a decision. But and on one hand, so then in this case, like, should I drop the class or should I stay in? It was very like pro con kind of thing. But then it was also like trying to make them kind of fit together, like a way that I could, you can't really have both, but like a way that works out. Yeah. Like where the answer is obvious. So I guess I'm kind of always looking for the obvious answer. Right. So then I I looked at my schedule. Yeah. I looked at my schedule and was like, okay, so do I have room for this class later on? Like, do I have to take it this semester to get, because if you want a double major, like, do I have to take, you know, and the answer was no. And then I said, okay, so I don't have to take it this semester to, you know, graduate on time in, you know, two more years or whatever. I don't have to take it this semester. Um, The class is not meant for me, somebody who's basically just coming right into accounting with no other, like only two other intermediate classes. I mean, beginners classes. So it's not for me. I can do it later. I guess that's kind of the obvious answer, right? But then there was also the like issue of like, okay, if I drop it, I only have 13 units this semester, which... That kind of doesn't make sense because it's online. So you should take as many as you can, right? Because you can't do anything, can't go anywhere, right? Versus like if I had, if I wait, then, you know, I could be on campus and I could be spending that time doing other things that are more fun. But like for, so for me, it's like, it's just like whatever is the most like logistically sound answer. Mm. And so, yeah. So, yeah. Was that like a similar thing for like how you decided what college to go to it's just like honestly it was those actually are like the two big decisions i was pretty life. surprised because you know i am a pretty like logistical person like i you go i can kind of figure out like what makes the most sense objectively right make matthew's life terrible exactly Boom. and that's Bingo. what it comes out to most of the time yeah but like for pepperdine it was honestly like kind of like a feeling oh what and- isabella has a heart she's Using her heart to make decisions? Yeah, for, for one time I wasn't I wasn't completely thinking with just my brain and my head. Yeah. But yeah, like I remember in the car ride home from Malibu that one time, I was like, remember I was like, okay, yeah, like I think I could come here. Which was more than I had said for any other college we visited. Do you remember that? I still remember that. I remember going to Pepperdine, but like. But I still remember that moment driving through the, I think it was like through the canyon or on the PCH. Yeah, I was on the PCH. And I, I think I said that. And I realized, like, wow, I've never, I haven't said anything like that about any of the other colleges. And then, and then, you know, like, you get the financial aid, and then that was like, okay, I'm going. Okay, here's one thing that, like, I've heard so many college, like, little, I don't know, what do you call them, like, meet and greets with, like, former students. Everyone yeah. says, like, oh, I could just feel myself coming here. Or, like, and every single time I hear that as an answer to, like, why did you choose XYZ college? You know, I'm like, that's, like, the most lame reason that tells me nothing like you know for like a prospective student Mm -hmm. right so like as a person who has actually felt that like what does that like really feel like and like i guess like the feeling is like a hell of a drug but like you know no no it wasn't like it wasn't like that i don't i honestly probably couldn't explain it to you either but not because of the reason that like you're saying that everybody else is saying but like honestly just for the reason that like i don't normally feel like that like it's hits different yeah, no, it was, I think it was just kind of like, okay, first of all, the view was not bad. So, like, you're like, yeah. And I, I, yeah, it was kind of the vibe. And also, it was smaller. 
and and just like a, a lot of different things that I don't think I could put into words. Like I felt like oh, I'd be more comfortable here than anywhere else, which maybe that's a bad thing. To I mean, but yeah. Oh, interesting. Okay, so like I think for me, like big decisions that I've made so far in my like tiny little life was probably to apply to Tiger newspaper and to like quit basketball right yeah I think for quitting basketball it was I've always like hated the grind of basketball because like if you really think about it like South Pass we're training and practicing like two hours a day like year round just to um place maybe fourth out of five teams in the league like do I really want that but like because I like like playing basketball but like do I really want to put all that much time right so I think it was always a constant like pros and cons kind of thing right okay and i remember i think for me it had more of like an inciting incident not just like oh a feeling like today i'm gonna quit basketball like i remember um we went on this retreat um and there was like a couple of guys during the retreat that would just like play basketball at midnight and the first night i was like i don't want to do that that's lame i don't know anyone here right but then second night like i don't know someone convinced me to go right and it was just like a bunch of like guys playing like pickup basketball right uh -huh. and, like when i was playing it was like tiring right it was like a grind we were playing for like two and a half hours or something and it was like one o'clock yeah. in the morning and it was draining but like i was like i remember like whoa this is like fun this is like why i love basketball right and that was something like i hadn't i realized that was what was missing from like high school basketball like i hadn't felt like the actual joy of like the game right uh -huh. so like that's where like i think the pros and cons of like me loving the game like i'm not getting that anymore from high school basketball so like right and there's also like things that i want to like prioritize like tiger and also like screenwriting so i think that kind of like came into like the scale weighing but like for tiger newspaper like applying i think that was definitely like a youth like something that you did too like just like a feeling no i that was a that was no a... i mean like your your feeling for like pepperdine oh just like a oh quick oh for you for, yeah, you. for me okay, yeah. like so I was going to say my applying to Tiger was pretty like, uh, you know, I think through. I think I knew that I wanted to apply to Tiger a lot longer before than you knew that I wanted to apply to Tiger. Cause that I knew that you wanted to yeah. apply. Yeah. I, I don't know if I said that right, but like, cause I know I always like brought it up as a joke or as a meme, like, Oh, I want to like, you know, annoy Isabella. But I think from probably the very beginning of when you got accepted to Tiger, I think I knew that I wanted to be on Tiger. Not because of you. Oh, are you sure? No, not because of you. Because, like, I think I think we can both agree that I like writing more in general. Yes. And I thought that was super cool. And I just definitely like don't want to make a career out of it. Yeah, I mean, like, I think that this idea of the thought of being on, like, a newspaper was just something that, like, kind of, like, drove me. And I think I had to, like, hide it because, like, oh, I can't, like, actually, like, have, like, a want and, like, because, like, Isabella's doing it, so I have to, like, frame it in a way of, like, oh, I want to, like, <laughs> mess with Isabella, you know, that kind of thing. Well, I, nobody believed that. Really? I didn't believe that. You didn't believe that? So, no. do you think I actually wanted to be on Tiger? Yeah. Oh. Okay, well, maybe <laughs> I was just doing it to myself to, like, convince myself that yeah. like, other people don't think that I actually want this. I don't think you're actually dedicated enough to do anything that big just for the sake of annoying me. Like, you don't hate me that much, I don't think. Yeah. So, like, and I think... Or actually, no, it's not even about you hating me. 
it's, you don't hate yourself that much to put yourself through such yeah. a long-term commitment anyway but i i'd like knew that you liked writing so i yeah and i think it's reflect like we know because like i'm still very much invested in tiger like now even though you're gone and i'm a senior you know yeah. which is something interesting but yeah okay wait back to, what like, you mean it wasn't all because of me i think okay honestly like thinking about it like going into it I had no idea what Tiger was going to be. And I had, I don't think I actually had the concept that I would have to work under you, which was something <laughs> that was totally weird, something I was not ready for. But but we've already talked about that yeah, on the other podcast. That worked out or it didn't work out. It just happened. No, but, without me, you wouldn't have known a lot of things though. Yeah. Um. Okay, but like, I think back to a smaller like day-to-day thing. Um, Like, you know, working out. Yeah. Like we both like exercise inside every day. But, like, it's always in, like, very different times, you know? It's, so like, how do you convince yourself, like, oh, this is the time I'm going to go work out? Or, like, oh, I'll just put it off till later. Like, how does that work? Well, I pretty much do it every day at 5. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, well, before you – I guess now that school started, you have more of, like, a routine. But like yeah, before, I've started you doing do it at 5. Random. So, you should know now I start at 5. Okay. But, like, for me, I don't know. I think there's, like, a very weird psychological thing with me and exercising, which probably goes back to, like, high school basketball on the grind, right? Mm-hmm. But, like – I'm scared of the thought of exercising, but like the actual action of exercising is like, it's cool. It's like, you know, you get that. Yeah. Like, no, sometimes you definitely need like a little bit of a push. Like I don't, there are definitely days like I don't want to do it, but then I'll just start doing it. And then it's kind of like, it just feels fun. Yeah. Like that's why I think you see me like before, like I start, I'm just kind of like walking around on the yoga mat. I'm just like, Ugh. and I, I do like the thing where like I pretend to shoot basketball. Yeah. So like, I don't like psych myself into doing some things. And I think, no, I'm the opposite because you guys always comment on me just laying. Like, I lay on the yoga mat and I'm just listening to music. I'm like, I don't want to. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, I think for me, I always do it on, like, a different time of the day because I think it's always a thing I have to convince myself to do. Even though, mm-hmm. like, afterwards I'm like, oh, yeah, that wasn't, like, too bad. Like, I'm not dead, dead, you know? So, I don't know. It's, like, weird that, like, something that's positive and that I like, I like to do, obviously, because I'm still doing it, you know? Yeah like of my free free will is something i'm like scared of doing in a way no that's interesting yeah. again i have like the opposite thing it's like i'm gonna do it because i do it every day and that's like the decision until i say something otherwise so like look at this past weekend because it was super bowl and my birthday whatever i didn't you know you noticed you were like oh you you know whatever but it was like every day i would plan on it like i'd be like i am going to but then like something happened like Oh, we ate or like we ate early. Yeah. Cause like, or or, like, yeah. Cause dad came home with food early and you don't want to like eat the food cold or whatever. Or yeah. The same thing with the Super Bowl. Like you don't want to normally do it at five, but you don't want to like exercise during the Super Bowl, but then you'd be hungry, you know, like, so those kind of decisions. So I, I most like day to day decisions. If I know about ahead of time, like I already decided I'm going to do this. Like in the morning, I know what I do. Like I, I've already planned, like, my entire week of, like, what schoolwork activities I'm going to do on each day. And I've had them written down on, like, a list. So, it's, like, that is the plan until I change it. And usually, like, it takes me a little bit to, like, get to that place. It's not like I'll just change it, whatever. But, like, it takes me a little bit to get to that place. And the, But then once I do change it, like, that's the change. Like, that's what's going to happen. Interesting. I think for me, I'm, like, more malleable or... I'm yeah, you're more flexible. More flexible. Um, before, like, again, back to basketball, like, when you have practice, it's like you literally have to be there because if you don't, you don't get playing time. Like, there's people to hold you accountable, right? But, like, yeah. now 
at home it's just like me myself and i you know like if i don't do it like whatever i'll be feel bad for like three seconds and i'll be like hey, hey i got to relax today do you, you know? so are you asking for um accountability because i can't no, no, okay but i think that was part of the point like when i told you that little jeer of like oh you haven't done it in three days like in a way i was like oh but like, if she stops doing it like in a way like she kind of like motivates me in a way because like i see you do it every day so like in a way I, that's I true you never started doing stuff every day until i started doing it way back in june july yeah that's whatever. the thing because like for me i i get into the before i think i got into the snowball thing now i think i'm more disciplined but before i'd be like okay so like if i don't need to do it today but tomorrow then i can do like more push-ups or whatever and i'll do like a more heavy workout but then when that day comes and i'm like mm, i'm feeling kind of tired i don't really want to do all this maybe i'll just like do the hard one tomorrow and like that kind of like snowballs and i think there's a period of time where i just like kind of like didn't do anything because i was just like yeah don't really want to do it you know um but now just like forcing yourself you're welcome honestly i've given you this gift of well-being yeah because i've been pretty like since i started i've been pretty disciplined well surprisingly matthew has kind of taken a page out of isabella's book and he suggested that we do the next few podcasts just in succession so that we don't have to do it for the next few weeks so congratulations matthew now we have yep. the opposite snowball effect. We've just banked up on podcast episodes, which is honestly why we have this three-part thing going on. It's not great, but... Also, it's interesting. Yeah. So, yeah. so this was part two of... Thinking of the way we think of things. And we'll see you... I definitely did not say that the same way, but it's okay. Yeah. Who knows? Memory is just tough on this one. It leaked from... It left the boat. Yep. So we'll see you next time for uh, the concluding part of thinking of the way we think so bye bye <laughs>